Hi, and welcome to the Teach Your Son podcast. Today's topic, goals for your son. I know what you're thinking, goal setting for my son. It's hard enough for myself. Why do I need to set up goals for my son? What kind of goals are best for my son? How do I make them work? Well, let's let's dive right into that question. Welcome, welcome. Let's go through a real quick recast of what you missed last time. Uh, Last time we had a frequently asked question. Do you have to be a dad to listen? Well, of course not. We talked about that in detail last time. Make sure that you give that a listen. If you have any questions, you can always address us at our email address, which is email teachyourson at gmail.com. In addition, we went over my credentials as to why I should be the one that teaches you to be the best teacher for your son. And we talked about an individual education plan and why that would work for your son. So if you're in doubt about that, we'll definitely check that out. And then we talked about an interview that a dad could have with his son. He could sit down with him and ask him about what he wants to do with his life. And we talked about the implications of that and that we needed to also think about how students and kids nowadays look at new experiences. And that was pretty much where we began to kind of switch over. There was like a, a little bit of a caveat onto talking about how you could maximize the fun in a particular activity. Well, today we're going to kind of bring that in a little bit, rein it into his actual career. That will be a little fun spot in what you've got coming up. In addition to the interview assessment and the small window of success, we also talked about how this was going to lead to a big plan of his education. These little goals are going to add up to the larger goal of whatever the career is that your son particularly likes and wants to model for his own. But now let's get back to the listener question for today. The listener question for today. Hey, Jeff, this is great information, but how do I get these tools to help me teach my son? Well, that's a great question. And let's see if we can dig into that a little bit. I looked at my website as a way to branch you into the information that you needed. But what I found was that at the time, the best way to do it is through not the menu at the top of my website, but right now we're just going to focus on the blog post that is going to be entitled Teach Your Son, Teach Your Son Launch. Now on that blog post, 
you'll click on Google Docs that'll lead you to the Google Docs station that has all the teacher son information that you're going to want. That would be the first place to start. Like I said, eventually I'll put it on my website, but right now that's what we're talking about. So we'll recap really quick. It's on my website, which is Jeff Siblick, S-Y-B as in boy, L-I-K dot com. And that's it. Okay. So that wraps up our listener question for today. If you have any further questions, please email us at email teachyourson at gmail.com. All right, all right. So now we're going to get into the meat of the issue of recapping the interview assessment reflection. Okay, now that's just a fancy word to say you talk to your son about your dream career or about his dream career. You also talk to him about what he was really good at. And you talk to him about some career models or people who have the career right now that he wants in the future. Yeah, so what does that mean? Well, as I talked about before, it's going to be your job, dads, to figure out where the fun is in this activity. What is it that's causing him to want to be this particular career? And that's your job is to figure out how to isolate and maximize the fun in his experiences with this career. So how do you do that, you might ask? Well, for example, my kid wants to be a YouTuber, so I'm going to find ways in which I can structure his instruction when I'm teaching him about presentations where he can actually write scripts. Isn't that great? And as a result of that, he's become an excellent script writer. Okay, okay, so another example would be his interior design. My chiropractor actually sent him designs of his house and asked him to see if he could decorate each one of his kids' rooms. So he actually had the blueprints for my chiropractor's house. That's how much you can get this where it's relevant to them and to clients in their lives. If there's any more questions that you have about that or you need any more examples, please let me know. You can always email teachersson at gmail.com. Easy for me to remember, huh? Now I believe we've given you enough of the examples that you need to be able to understand how to spotlight the fun and how to spotlight the fun in his dream career. Now let's move on to the topic of today, which is goals that stick. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about giving him goals that are going to work. In other words, he gets them. These are goals that he understands. Above all, he has to be aware of them. You don't make this something secret and keep it from him. You make him a part of this. Okay, so number one, he has to buy into them. Number two, he has to know when he's hit the goal or he's missed it. 
Any questions there, again, shoot me an email. So, 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 let's get to the examples. Let's say we have a goal together, my wife, my son, and myself. And I've noticed that he's really not digging that my wife is nagging him a lot to do things around the house. And I'm starting to see the eyes roll and those kind of rebellious body language type things going on. I just talked to him and I was like, Joshua, do you want us to keep nagging you like this? I'm sorry, my son. I just asked my son, do you really want us to keep nagging you like this? And he looked at us like we were from another planet. But I told him, I said, son, if you want me to, I can nag you up one side and down the other. If you think it's going to help you grow, then I'll nag, 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 nag you. And he was not in agreement, as you can imagine. We had a really good talk. We talked about that my word and my wife's word had to mean something to him. And in order for it to mean something to him, something had to cost. And the cost was the circumstance or the consequence of not doing what he was asked to do. The natural consequence. See, that's what's going to tell him whether he's hit the mark or missed is the natural consequence. That's what always will guide human behavior to the right place. Okay, so we're going to jump right in with another example. We've set this goal together that we're not going to nag our son to do things. We talked about how in the work world that if he's asked to do things like fill out his timesheet, that if he doesn't do it, he's not going to get paid. He's missed the mark no payment. We contextualize that within his job opportunity that could be in the future of interior design. He's going to have a boss and they're going to ask him for his time. I talked about that carrot that you dangle, the real life world situation. That boss is going to be the determining factor whether he gets paid or doesn't get paid. And his action that ties into that is going to be whether he fills in his timesheet and turns it in on time or doesn't. The natural consequence. But to a high-functioning autistic kid, this is just talk. Nothing more than words. I'm not sure exactly what goes on at your house, but I do a lot of rehearsal with my son. We talk about what these particular situations are going to look like and put him in those situations so he can make those decisions at that proper time. It's called rehearsal. We rehearsed with him what would happen if we called him to dinner and he did not come. Allowed him to come to the table and see that there would be no plate underneath a cover to keep it warm. It would just be either the plate there or if we had already gone on to something else and put the food away, the food might be in the refrigerator, but then it might not. Natural consequences, of course, that he's going to have to make his own dinner or he's going to have to reheat the dinner that was made for him. I can't stress this enough. 
you actually have to rehearse with him, let him be a part of the action, and to see what the consequence is for when he doesn't make the right decision. At my friend, is how you make a goal stick. The language is so important in which you introduce him to this goal. It's important that you come from a stance of concern. He wants to know that you care about him. And you need to show that this is not something that you're doing to be mean or cruel. Set the goal. Tell him the consequence. Package it in love and then rehearse it. That's the formula to goals that stick. So, yeah, right, okay. I have my skeptics. Will it work? It will work, but it will take time because he's come up with this type of behavior over time. It's not just going to go away overnight. Suddenly, he's not going to wake up and go, Oh my goodness, I need to pick up my clothes off the floor. Or, I'm not going to have clothes the next day. That's just not going to happen. You have to be patient with him as he makes these wrong choices. And as he makes these wrong choices, you have to stick to your guns. Make him reheat his food. Make him be responsible for his food. If you've already eaten dinner and you put it away in the refrigerator, don't cave. Dad, you got to be strong here. So real quick, we'll look at another example, laundry. Don't assume that just because you've explained it to him in one context that he's going to actually just pull that over into other contexts and go, oh, yeah, your word. I got it. You told me to pick my laundry up off the floor. That's the same thing as when you told me to come to dinner. No. Okay, it's a teenage brain. It's not going to be able to pull that stuff in into a cohesive whole. Not yet. It's coming. His brain is under development. Yeah, so you're going to have to to come up with another scenario that would be real in his life that would be related to what he would go through if he were in a situation where he needed his laundry. Therefore, it's going to be harder to pull in the career part of the goal setting. And why? Well, because nowadays, well, I mean, a lot of the careers nowadays are not related to being in a three-piece suit and going to work. It's just jumping on Zoom and putting whatever on that's on the floor or in the drawer or whatever. You know, those stories you see where the people are ready for the interview and they've got everything but their pants on. Yeah. Of course, as teenagers, they can get away with this kind of thing because that's the way the world has changed. Curse the scenario. We've given you a warning that your laundry is in a dryer. This is what will happen and if you don't get it. We're going to dump it right here and put our laundry in. If you don't want your laundry to be dumped, 
you must check to see if your laundry's dry. Recap real quick. So you set the expectation. You explain the natural consequence. You enforce the natural consequence. You let the child make a good or bad decision. And then you let it play out. That's it. That is how goals will stick. Warning, warning. Yes, it's true. He will try to skirt his responsibility. So you have to watch him close. Call it uh, parental surveillance. Yeah. If he forgot to do his laundry and he wants to sleep in that Sunday, no. You draw the line. He made a choice. You don't take away the consequence. You let him feel the consequence. And it's not cruel. It's the natural consequence. In a career setting, he'd be feeling the same thing. Once you call this bluff, so to speak, it'll be less the next time he tries to skirt his responsibility. So let's recap. Goal, career tie, natural consequence, reward. The example we gave was nagging. Interior design boss, timesheet reminder, natural consequence, he won't get paid. Our particular expectation is that he come to dinner when he's called. If he doesn't come, he has to reheat his food. He has to make his food. You got it? Okay. There will be some documents that will be in the post that will help you with thinking so that you have a good plan before you sit down with your son to do this. The question is how many goals? I would stick with one and then go to two and then go to three. And then I would reevaluate where he is progressing using those three goals. You can either do it after that three week period or you can do it each week. My wife and I, we do it each week especially if we do not see progression on the first goal. Right now I'm reading your mind. Yeah, but what if it doesn't work? If it doesn't work, well, then it's time to get a little bit sneaky, dads. And moms and dads have to work together on this one. You pull out the technology card. Yes. Devices, devices, devices. No, we will talk about devices and more about how we work with devices with our son. Yes, we do take him off, our, off his devices. It's not something we do all the time, and it's kind of something we do as a last resort. Why? We understand that in order to be successful in today's world, that you need to know how to manage devices and understand time management in order to succeed in the job world, in the career world, in the social environment that we live in. You have to be connected. So you have to understand how to use it for play and how to use it for business. But how do you enforce that? What does that look like? How many hours? 
for how long? Is it off computer? Is it off phone? Is it off both? What if he starts to pull out the video games as soon as you ground him from his electronics? Yeah, well, that's going to come up the next time as our topic is device management next time on Teach Your Son. Be sure and check out jeffsiblick.com and the comments below and any other things that you need will be down here so that you can see them right underneath the podcast. And if you have any trouble with the handouts, please let me know. Be sure and check out today's blog post on the Teacher Son launch. If you like this podcast, let us know and tell a friend. You're listening to the Teacher Son podcast. Fathers, you guys have a great week.